0: Hello and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here as ever with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer.
1: On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. Uh, So we're going to start off by recounting Josh's wild weekend. He was on the go nonstop. if you follow us on social media you definitely saw he spent his saturday at the goop summit where he talked to gwyneth asked her a big little lies related question just to give you a little teaser and then he hit up like every grammy party that beyonce (laughs) was at he was there so and you went to the grammys themselves so i can't believe you're here alive after all of that (laughs)
0: yeah I feel like we always say this after like the Emmys or Oscars weekends, and so you know well well, first of all, I just have to say that not having you by my side for this made it not <laughs> even fun worse at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so so it was it was tough uh or as tough as it can be having to like having to go to Grammy's parties. um, but yeah, I sort of felt like I needed to check into rehab yesterday. It's just like a lot, as I was saying to you earlier, I feel like I'm in a fugue state a little bit. Like I'm expecting Cardi B to come out of any doorway.
1: <laughs> did anyone else do the same route you did? Did you see anyone at all of those events?
0: No. Well, it was funny. At uh, at the end of the Goop summit, there was like a cocktail party with Gwyneth and company, and I was telling some people that I had to go like to leave early cuz I had to go to a uh, this Clive Davis dinner that night. And everyone was like, "What?" So I think people were a little thrown off that I had to do like multiple, had to do multiple events, but that there was just so much going on because doing Goop and Grammys. I don't know if anyone did the same back to back. It was kind of nice though because they were such different events. So I don't know. They they kind of complemented each other.
1: Right. Next year she should have the Goop summit after the Grammy, so then you can kind of get your massage, all of your energy healed, and recover
0: yeah i also was kind of wondering because gwyneth and beyonce i should have asked gwyneth this damn it but gwyneth and beyonce used to be super tight i mean i assume they still are but who knows i don't know so i was wondering if they were gonna have like a rendezvous at any point this weekend both being in new york for the weekend right
1: well so start us off talk about um where was the scoop summit how were you invited i i want to know every detail so
0: so the Goop Summit, uh, there was the first one was in I think last June in L.A. Unfortunately, you didn't. Neither of us made it to that one, um, and that one was a little bit. I would say it got sort of a beating in the press. The the kind of the, the media that went complained about like the long lines. Apparently, it was very disorganized. It was hard to get the things and treatments you wanted, and for the amount of money you're paying for these things, you know, people were upset. There weren't like signups for the different treatments and no one really knew what to expect for the second iteration in New York and i think it went really smoothly i was talking to a bunch of the kind of different people i didn't talk to anyone who had been to both from the media but they kind of added this app they had a help desk they did a they did sign up for all the treatments so it did seem to run much smoother um and gwyneth herself said when i talked to her because i asked her what like the differences were between the two summits and she said like in the new york one people seem much more like laser focused like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this like kind of like moving through which tracked correctly to me and that sort of feels like a new york la thing a little bit to me the one thing that was interesting is they didn't really tell you the location until a day or two in advance oh my so it was, it was very kind of like secret you know like the when you know Tom Cruise is getting married style where like they wait till the last minute to tell you. Right. Fly it to was. Italy
1: and then we'll let you know.
0: <laughs> so they held it in the South Street Seaport. Have you been there, Julie? Ooh, it's I like, have. Like way downtown by the water and it was kind of, you had to enter this building. It was in pier and uh, a pier at, like, Pier 17, I think, and then you went up this elevator, and it was just this giant open space, like an airport hangar style, Um, and it kind of stretched on for yards and yards, like a giant football field, like, converted into a gooptopia, kind of, and then you were greeted by this giant wall of like radishes and kale and plants. I Instagrammed it and it said like in goop health on it. So everyone was posing for their like selfies and group portraits in front of this giant wall. But I kind of liked that you walked in it was just like a wall of vegetables. This is (laughs) so on brand. And then there were little shelves where you could put your shoes for the day because a lot of the women there were doing like Pilates or like meditation. So like you wanted to check your shoes for the day. Did you Uh, check
1: your shoes?
0: (laughs) No. And not only did I not check my shoes, like I was so ill suited for this style of event. Like I (laughs) I was wearing like a button down shirt and had like dress shoes on. And I think everyone was kind of like, what is wrong with him? Like I, I looked so out of place. Place.
1: should you have been wearing like yoga gear what was everyone dressed like
0: yeah people were wearing like athleisure mostly i would say it's probably like one to two percent male if that
1: if anyone listening manufactures cashmere sweatsuits josh needs one for the next summit. i need
0: enough athle- <laughs> i need some athleisure i need like an athleisure makeover um because i was not fitting in uh but yeah, so, the, but, but then it was kind of an interesting just scene because there was a room where all the panels happened and I'll talk about those in a second, but like, there are all these different stations. So like people are getting manicures at one station. I sent you a picture, Julie, of the uh, women who are getting B12 shots, just kind of pulling down their jeans and getting that shot. It was right in so the
1: casual. <laughs> people were just acting like this happens every other day.
0: It was like an open air farmer's market vibe, but it was like everyone getting like treatments and things. So there was like a eye. Um, it's hard to even explain. But it was like these infrared masks that you put on and it was like to kind of rejuvenate your eyes and it looked super crazy. It
1: was like eyes wide shut.
0: Yes. It looked like people were going to some sort of like futuristic transformers. Um, There was obviously a place to like buy Goop merch. There were all these different food stations. So they got different like uh like milk bar or two hands or all different stations which had like smoothies or food you could sample and i asked for something with no butter they had this thing called spa bread have you ever had it
1: what was, is spa bread
0: <laughs> i was living for the spa bread the girl who worked there was like you're coming over too many times because i was there like four times of course the one thing i did there was like eat bread <laughs> but i'm like going back for more bread i'm like oh like, could i do without the butter though and she was like don't worry like she's like are you kidding like at this summit like that's the least fussy food specification i've gotten all day <laughs> i
1: feel like the spa bread girl has a story to tell
0: <laughs> spa bread girl definitely was like i don't know she was in another planet um i mean working there you get some interesting characters
1: how is spa bread different than regular like white bread <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'm 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 writing this up for the site so you can check it out. But I was I have a mention of the spa bread and our fact checker slacked me being like, What is spa bread? Like, Katie, I wish I could tell you. Um then oh there were like face massages and then what really threw me off was this kind of like circle of women who are all in these like kind of lush Armchairs with their eyes closed. And I was like, Is this some sort of like leftover style, like cult thing? And so I asked one of the attendants, like, what was happening? She's like, Oh, that's the self hypnosis station. So they were all doing self hypnosis (laughs) with some leader. Josh, did you participate in any of these? I was too scared. I wanted to do self hypnosis just to kind of understand it, but I felt too scared. Um, I did get a psychic reading though. Which I've never done anything like that, have you?
1: No, I'm dying to know what they said.
0: That was, that was I was told by a Goop employee, the hottest ticket in terms of like the treatments. Um, I don't know if you call that a treatment or activity. Um, it was this kind of amazing woman named Maria, who I guess is like somehow a celebrity psychic. So she was telling me about her YouTube videos that Vanessa Williams, I guess, introduces or something. <laughs> um, but... She kind of looks you in the eye and then you have to kind of do this handwriting sample for her. And then she looks at your handwriting. The
1: pageantry involved in this is already like off the charts. Amazing.
0: And then I did a meditation session, which I really enjoyed. Kicked off the dress shoes. It was in the breathe room that was set up in the corner of the area.
1: This is definitely the most cult adjacent event you've ever covered.
0: Oh, 100%. And I really was getting into it with the meditation and you... And the meditation was deceivingly or maybe not deceivingly simple. You just covered one nostril and and breathe through one nostril.
1: I've done that in yoga class. I hate that though.
0: <laughs> Why? You just That doesn't do much for you?
1: It doesn't do much for me. I don't know. I'm there for a workout. I'm not there for like breathing exercises. Well, she kept saying it
0: was going to make you look younger. The The leader. She was like, if you did this every night for three minutes before you went to sleep, like the years will just come off your face. And she's like, I had to stop doing meditation because my face looks so young. She's like, and I can't look any younger. And honestly, Julie, she did have a really youthful face. So I was like, How old
1: was she? Was she like 23?
0: I feel like she was 23, but she did look 12. Like she looked really young. So I guess, and like she was a good poster child for this and then so that was kind of an interesting moment for me
1: how long was the meditation circle like 20 minutes okay. it was kind of
0: like in and out they had these like sound beats binaural beats that you could listen to and i saw gwyneth sampling them at one point with like giant headphones um so there was a lot happening just in the kind of open air place and then the panels god there's so much this is going to take forever (laughs) there's so much there's there are these panels there there's um only kind of a few that are interesting to talk about but one was the opening one which was a psychic medium not to be confused with the psychic who i sat down with who and this will be good news wait is your family eagles fans
1: no steelers is eagles football
0: yeah they're philadelphia right i i was thinking pittsburgh for some reason But the psychic medium, for all of our listeners to know, said that the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl this weekend.
1: How many people, like, how many NFL fans were actually at the Goop Summit?
0: Well, so she would like go up to people in the audience. I guess this psychic medium did a reading for Gwyneth last summer that really resonated with her and that she thinks about all the time. And she, I'm dying to know what her reading for Gwyneth was. Um, But she would kind of say, she was like trying to figure out where the spirit was leading her in the audience. So the spirit would lead her to different people in the audience. (laughs) And then, in each case, a dead relative would be speaking through the psychic medium to whoever was in the audience. So she'd say something like, "Do you have a David in your family?" And then the woman would be like, "Yeah." She's like, "David's trying to speak to you," and then like, she, he wants you to know that like you're doing great, and like you need to share your writing with the world like he's trying to show me cheese it. it's like did you like cheese it? it's like she'd bring up pretty specific stuff so it was kind of wild
1: a- affirmations from your generically named <laughs> dead family members i don't know i don't know if i buy it but go on
0: well i was texting my friend katie and she was saying there's like tricks of the trade with this kind of celebrity psychic stuff and celebrity medium stuff like they know most men have a j name so they can say like is there a j in your family and then they say jeremy and they know they feel like you're on the right path the psychic was kind of shocking, and then the The other two panels that are worth discussing were, so gwyneth got on stage at one point for one of the panels with a relationship therapist who she interviewed. Um, Terry Real is his name. Are you familiar with his work? (laughs) No. So he, he sits down with mostly men to talk about like the problems they're having in their relationships. So Gwyneth kind of quizzed him about relationship issues. Then they got a real life couple. I don't know how they got this couple to agree to do this, to go up on stage with them who like are having relationship issues and like how
1: old were they I would
0: guess 30s
1: were there a lot of men there i'm surprised there was a couple there
0: no the couple was like pre oh,
1: pre-screened so okay. it wasn't
0: like yeah so they clearly had i don't know how they kind of obtained this couple it got really intense and like intimate like he was grilling the wife about like her family's her her parents divorce and like if she blamed herself for it and like and then like asking the guy about like his parents and his family life and like his father had passed away and his mother was dating all these like different men and it got very intense and it was like a half hour session and Gwyneth was kind of just like watching sort of like attentively and then I wanted Gwyneth to get in on the session though like I kind of wanted her to ask questions like the doctor was but then she only made one comment which was when uh, the wife of the couple was talking about uh, I guess something about her mother Gwyneth like turned to the audience like I hope none of you are Instagramming this for her mother's sake. Um, because it, like, I guess she was trying to like look out for the wife, like hoping the mother wouldn't find it.
1: I guess that was really nice of Gwyneth.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was interesting just because I was like kind of fascinated by this real life couple and I saw them after and they looked a little shell shocked. Um, I mean, their relationship problems were pretty standard. Yeah. It was just like communication stuff. Like she would get angry at him and he felt like he wasn't being heard, like that kind of stuff. Um, and then he was like, giving them tips on things this summit um, is
1: going in directions <laughs> I did not anticipate.
0: Bryce Dallas Howard moderated a summit on the afterlife and the other side. She interviewed this man who had had like a near-death experience. That was a wild panel.
1: And wait, how is Bryce Dallas (laughs) Howard like related to goop at all?
0: I don't know. Friends of Gwyneth. GP as she was called.
1: This sounds like a fan fiction account of what happened at a fictional goop summit. This is just crazy
0: yeah i really do feel like it was that one was wild too
1: do you know how much people paid for it and what was kind of the average demographic
0: so there were two levels a 600 hundred dollar level and then the two thousand dollar level which was the ginger level if you were at the two thousand dollar level ginger you could go into the lunch with gwyneth and you could go into the cocktails with gwyneth at the end of the day at the six hundred dollar level no such luck Um, and I think Ginger got other perks too that the $600 didn't like get.
1: I also want to ask about your buffet line story because you, you gave me a little detail, a little clue. I need to,
0: I got to, I was given access to the $2,000 level. So I got to go into the lunch with Gwyneth, Bryce Dallas Howard, Laura Linney. Um, and I was in line. It was kind of buffet style And when you got up to the kind of buffet and you were kind of going into it, um, there were these kind of like rice balls, I guess. There weren't a lot of food options. There wasn't a lot of food there. And you were kind of, there was no tongs or anything to take the rice balls with. So I kind of like looked around and everyone was kind of looking around cause like you weren't really clear if you could just like reach in and take one or not. So I kind of looked to my left and I asked the woman next to me like, do you think I can just like reach for it? And then she kind of looks at me and I realized I've just asked Laura Linney if I can grab a rice ball with my hands. And Laura was so game and awesome. I loved her. She was just like, yeah, like, well, why not? So I so I just went in for it and so did she. We both grabbed them with our bare hands, me and Laura. I love it. Popping the rice balls back.
1: Who knew Laura Lenny was such a delightful buffet date?
0: And then I interviewed her later in the day. And she was like, Oh, I saw you at lunch. So clearly our we had an impactful connection from our rice balls moment. What
1: did you guys talk about later? I
0: interviewed her about Gwyneth and I asked it when the first when she had first met Gwyneth and like why she was there. Um and she was like very captivated by Gwyneth. She said she met her before Shakespeare in Love when they did a reading and she was just like she's like there's something so striking about her immediately. Um and she loves her cookbooks and she was like a staunch defender of goop and gwyneth she was great so the last panel of the day was laura linney drew barrymore chelsea handler gillian flynn who wrote gone girl and then elaine welteroth the former teen vogue editor oh
1: that sounds like a great panel. it was
0: great super lively super fun i feel like everyone came at it from sort of a different angle they talked about um have you read Gone Girl? Mm. They talked about the cool girl passage in Gone Girl,
1: which is incredible if you haven't read it. And
0: Gwyneth said she cried the first time she read it cuz she just was like oh shit. Like she just was like like thought it was such an intense great distillation of like that phenomenon. And then I talked to Gwyneth for like an interview before her panel and i made sure to ask her about big little lies obviously after we talked about the summit and other items and i said i asked her if there was any chance she'd be open to it i knew she was friends with reese and she was like i have not gotten the call from reese yet Ooh. but she, she said she is definitely open to it and she said she loves laura dern they've always talked about wanting to do a scene together um So she's down because I asked what she would play if she was on the show. And she said she just wanted to make sure she would have a scene with Laura Dern.
1: I love this. It sounds like she's very into this idea. And you asked her this just days after it was announced that Meryl Streep was cast.
0: Oh, yeah. We forgot to even like get into that. What was your reaction? Where f- where were you when you heard about Meryl being on Big Little Lies? Oh, wait, you you were the one who told me, by the way. On right, G-chat.
1: I was. I was at my desk on G chatting you, which is how I spend most days. Um,
0: I have to. I have to say, I was pretty. It takes a lot to like really stun me, like an entertainment related like industry item. This one did it.
1: This one really. I mean, I don't even know what to expect at this point. And who is she playing? She's playing Nicole's
0: Skarsgard's mom. Or Perry's mom. But do you, Julie, do you see Meryl seamlessly fitting into the Big Little Lies universe or do you feel it being jarring in any way? That's the only concern I have.
1: Right. No, I think she's going to pull it off. I'm just very curious what Meryl we're going to get. Like, is this going to, is this businesswoman Meryl? Was Meryl some sort of abusive mother, which is why Perry
0: yeah I mean I feel like I feel like it's a juicy part oh my gosh it's incredible great she's gonna have great scenes with Nicole because like I feel like they're gonna mostly probably have their scenes together right I'm really excited
1: I can't wait but wait back to Gwyneth I feel like Gwyneth really wants a role there what would she play maybe like I could
0: totally see her as like some sort of like executive that um Renata comes across I like the idea of putting her in like a Laura Dern plot line
1: circle Um, right at first I was going to say she could play like amabella's like child therapist but i like the idea oh. of like her as a businesswoman.
0: yeah i'm into it i kind of feel like it could happen
1: right i don't think gwyneth is looking for a lot of screen time with amabella though <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> amabella our favorite i know favorite big little eyes universe member
1: i feel like she's very open to this i i love that you asked that question was apple there
0: no apple no brad falchek And I thought maybe Brad would come up when she was doing her relationship panel, but no. Did you
1: feel like a better person after you left?
0: I felt calmer. I felt like I was ready to approach the world and my problems. I sort of felt like at some point I was like living there. Like I forgot what it was like to live in the outside universe. You did overhear a lot of, you were asking what the demographic was of the people there. And it was like, I overheard like two mothers talking about like manifesting energy There was a lot of talk about these kind of, like, everyone was very into spirituality. Like, it it was a little, you know. And, like, she's definitely their, like, priestess. Like, when she gets on stage, everyone, like, held their iPhones up. And, you know, you definitely got the sense that they could, like, break out into a chant at any point. Like, (laughs) like, 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 murmuring Gwyneth over and over. Like, they kind of treat her like they're, like, they all want to be carved in her image, you know um and there wasn't a lot of i thought was interesting there wasn't a lot of like com- i don't know what these other what other similar events are like but there wasn't a lot of coming together like group discussion some, you know what i mean like seminar style stuff it was all sort of focused on like yourself and your individual path a lot of women like in their probably 40s and 50s a lot of blondes. <laughs> I think I sent you like one photo of the woman who looked to me like a exact Gwyneth clone. A lot of women looked a lot like Kelly Rutherford. I thought that's like the best way to put oh, it. Oh, interesting. But some, yo- but some younger women too. I don't know. People traveled from all over, Julie. There was someone from Las Vegas. Someone coming from Seattle. Like people were traveling for this.
1: So then let's discuss Grammys, right? Am I missing any other events you attended?
0: (laughs) No, let's talk about the Grammys. So did you watch them?
1: No, where was I? I can't believe they went on as long as they did. I I did a million things in the time that you were trapped inside the Grammys.
0: It's a long award show. It's crazy. It went from like 7.30 to 11 and it felt like it. It doesn't run tightly. Let's put it that way. So there was thirty three performances, I think I might have that wrong.
1: Our coworker, Brit made me watch Cardi b's performance and Bruno Mars.
0: What do you think of that?
1: Cardi B looked like she was wearing this costume made of out of like, a children's jimboree parachute.
0: They went for that, like, in kind of throwback and living color aesthetic right. I thought that was a fun performance. and I did appreciate there weren't a lot of upbeat performances. And when you have this long slog of an award show like that, it's nice to have something that kind of gets everyone a little bit up on the feet, on their feet.
1: Right. I remember the Grammys in LA, they didn't sell food or drink. Were you allowed to have food and drink in New York at the Grammys?
0: They stopped selling drinks at the beginning of the show, but you could get drinks before and there was a wild line to get drinks before the show started. Understandably, I suppose. But it was fun. I was next to a girl from Seattle who had won tickets at a Paul Allen charity auction. And she was, like, (laughs) extremely excited to be there with her girlfriend. And they were just, like, shrieking. They were both pretty drunk. um, And they kept turning to me to say things like look at her boots when like Haley steinfeld came out with like purple boots and stuff (laughs) like the things that fascinated them were like so funny and amazing and i was like loving their commentary so that was actually the most exciting part of the night probably um let's talk about beyonce though so she came in like an hour late um because i feel like at first i could sort of see the front rows um but rihanna was in the crowd for some of it not the whole time Chrissy Teigen really stood out because she was wearing this shimmering dress, and she was having a great time. I feel like she always sort of enjoys herself at these award shows. It seems like, but she was like on on like her feet dancing for everything. Um, But I was kind of like there was sort of like a lack of star power. I felt because you didn't have like Adele, you didn't have Taylor, you didn't have Justin Bieber, um, Kanye. So like Jay Z was there, but then no Beyonce, and I was like, what's going on? And then she came in like an hour late, which I'm curious about. Have you ever like? It's kind of unusual. I mean, I don't Um, blame
1: her because the Grammys are way too long.
0: (laughs) And she came with blue and they were just incredible to watch because during the commercial breaks, I don't know if it was like this in LA, but everyone kind of gets around and mingles and, they do not stand up like everyone comes to them like they are it's like the royal court you had a great
1: seat i was like a mile away from the stage so i couldn't see anything when i was there but you had a great vantage point i
0: could see it was a little i wish i brought like it sounds crazy to say but i kind of wish i brought binoculars it was a little hard to make out everything that was happening in the front rows um but yeah i had a good vantage point uh but I loved seeing like Chrissy Teigen come over and kind of like genuflect in front of Beyonce and blue or like all the different people who like came over to say, hi, they kind of like you, you pay your respects, you know? Right. Um, and it was like, you could, it was easy to spot Beyonce because of her, the black, um, beret thing. Did she take um, her hat
1: off during the no, performance? Oh She did not take gosh. it off at all.
0: She, it was kind of, an. it was kind of a look. Uh, and, i felt like that was the most exciting kind of thing to be monitoring chrissy teigen and john legend left at like 10 like 10 maybe they left like an hour early which i was totally i could totally understand um but it was i mean there were definitely fun performances rihanna was really fun uh beyonce stood for the whole performance of wild thoughts Oh wow! and i thought kendrick lamar was good and great he started
1: did blue like Um, get up and dance at all or no
0: I couldn't really see well enough because Jay was sort of blocking her. Did you see the moment when Blue kind of shushed them?
1: Right. But was she doing it because she wanted to be mm-hmm. respectful to the person on stage speaking? That's I couldn't get the context of it. What do you think the context of her well, shushing so, was? Well, uh,
0: so it's a little confusing. I think, so was when Camilla Cabello was talking about, like, she was talking about, like, the dreamers and her background and where she was from. And, like, it was kind of a serious speech. So maybe you're right that she was trying to say, like, be respectful, but I couldn't tell if it was more, like, you're embarrassing me, mom and dad, like...
1: Right, I kind of prefer were, but, that...
0: That But they weren't, like, clapping or, like, cheering that loudly or anything. If anything, Beyonce looked extremely staid and kind of, like so- like, serious.
1: Right, and for some reason, if you haven't seen this video clip... Like, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but it it shows Beyonce kind of clapping during the speech and Beyonce or Blue Ivy kind of waves her hand, pats her hand down, as if to say, like, don't clap during this.
0: I do like that she brings Blue, though. It's fun.
1: I know. I love that Blue was there with her little purse. She had, like, all of her snacks. There's one photo of, like, Beyonce holding Holding her, her, like, little juice box. And I just love that. Like everyone is Blue Ivy's personal assistant.
0: Also, Bruno Mars winning like three of the main awards. I feel like kind of, I think people wanted to see Jay-Z win one.
1: Right. I know Blue Ivy like turned up and they couldn't even give him a single
0: award. I feel like that's like, you can't do that. I know. Like if Blue Ivy shows up, you give her dad an award. I think that's like the rule. There was like some Megan news that we wanted to discuss because we have to close out the episode with our girl.
1: Right. Our girl, she made news on Sunday. Let's see. Sunday was reported that she will kind of break royal wedding protocol to give her own speech during the reception. This is
0: so, like, I cannot think of anything less unexpected. (laughs) Like, of course she wants to do that.
1: Of course she wants to do it. I guess traditionally it would be the bride's father who makes such a speech. But I don't know if are there it's any, like, Are
0: there any other details about it? Like, I don't know what like what she's going to talk about. Or they
1: said Megan will say? give "quote unquote" an affectionate tribute to Harry and their family and friends. She may even crack jokes. This was reported by the Sunday Times. So I've seen some like some wedding speeches go really off the rails. So part of me thinks this is like a smart move, a bold move.
0: I actually think it's nice sometimes at a wedding when the bride speaks because I feel like it's sometimes weird when you never hear from the bride like publicly in a like at the wedding you know
1: right and my cynical mindset um which, of course, I'm never, you know, that rare cynical mindset. Like, of course, she's giving her own speech. This is, like, her Oscar win is what I think. I, like, feel, like, sp- I feel
0: like it's going to end up, you know she's going to, like, thank 80 people. Like, it's going to be... She is like- going to have
1: that teleprompter <laughs> wheeled in for this occasion. And she's going to be up there for 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> Wait, does Harry give a speech? Yeah, the groom. Like, he'll give something, right? Well, um, usually... Uh, usually the groom does something right or
1: the best man maybe the groom, oh. groom thanks everyone for being there
0: so william's gonna give a toast
1: probably william's gonna give a toast and it seems like they have kind of a jokey brother rapport so yeah, I feel like
0: that's gonna be like I feel like he's gonna make play like it's gonna be playful he's gonna kind of have some fun with them
1: Right. Um, They still don't know if her dad is going to walk her down the aisle. I guess a lot of speculation is that since she's so close to her mother, her mother might walk her down the aisle. But there really haven't been any additional details about Meghan's wedding uh, or Eugenie's.
0: We're waiting to see more.
1: The only other royal news was, um, I guess, Harry's cousin said that they all have a WhatsApp chain going like amongst the royal family members which i thought was kind of fun why do people use whatsapp
0: i think it's much more popular like internationally do you think megan is in the group chat
1: i bet harry like added, added her, her? Yeah. and then the cousins like started a different started group. A- chat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I've like, we've both been parts of stuff like that. When, like, you're in the group thread of something and then you know, someone gets added, and then you have to start a separate one to side to back channel or whatever.
1: Right, she, right, exactly.
0: Oh, uh, I could also see her really trying to like fit in and make like jokes and send gifs and stuff, you know?
1: Right, or like running messages by Harry, like, Harry, do you think this is
0: okay? Oh, Megan. That was like a, I feel like I just like <laughs> had to unload about goop for like. I like I Now I can move on with my life
1: Well now we never have to go to a Goop Summit Because I feel yeah, like now, we know
0: Now that I've given that level of detail No one ever has to wonder again what it's like Alright that's it for this week's episode Thank you guys so much for listening Let us know what you think If you have any remaining questions As if there could possibly be anything else you'd want to know about the Goop Summit what you think of blues behavior at the grammys
1: also feel free to reach out to us on twitter at in the limelight to discuss any of these subjects you can also follow us individually i'm at julie w miller
0: and i'm jay duboff we also have instagram in the limelight pod this episode was edited and produced by danielle roth thanks for joining us we'll talk to you next week until then
1: no no bad bad energy
0: energy. (laughs) that was almost our best one yet i think